I wanted to like to put this episode out on Valentine's Day was because I think Valentine's Day is kind of a, a great case study in people doing different things for like the relationships and then just society expecting you to do stuff because on Valentine's Day for your relationship it's kind of expected for you to like go out go out and get dinner or you know get some flowers and say happy happy Valentine's Day baby and like go on your Instagram and post like 30 pictures of you guys together whatever like I love you tell the whole world you love each other that's fine and all but I just feel like not all relationships you have to like do something on Valentine's Day because so for some people, some couples, Valentine's Day is just a normal day. You know what I mean? I show my affection and my love towards you any other day. You know what I mean? Maybe on Valentine's Day, you know, I send you a happy Valentine's Day text and that's it. But society kind of tells you, like, if you don't go out, if you don't, you know, do something extravagant, then maybe your partner doesn't love you that much. And I just think that's just total BS because your relationship, like Denisha said, is completely unique or, you know, it should be unique. You shouldn't be following these, you know, prescribed um, guidelines to how you should act with somebody and I think honestly that that's what makes the relationship special is if you guys kind of figure out your own system or your own way of doing things and it's just not dependent on an outside power an outside force telling you okay you should go to Applebee's <laughs> or you should go to Olive Garden for Valentine's Day or whatever but I just feel like relationships really to me to just be how you and your partner really just feel toward each other and what you guys want to do. Because if, what if I ever get in a relationship and I'm dating somebody on Valentine's Day, I personally am not going to expect them, you know, to get me flowers or get me chocolate or do anything special. I mean, would it be nice? I mean, I guess, but am I going to expect it? And if it doesn't happen, am I going to get butt hurt or mad? No, I'm just going to be like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Because I personally don't view Valentine's Day as anything really special in a relationship or just in life in general but isn't that like a bit shallow to just place someone's love or the amount of love that they have for you on like some monetary um value or something tangible like i just like i don't have those expectations either like i don't expect you to provide for me because I'm like confident in my ability to provide for myself but also like it's just like why would I just assume that you don't love me because you haven't given me anything but doesn't that instead reflect more on me rather than you it's just why am I placing your love in, or limiting it to just a flower or chocolates which personally just the thought of makes me cringe a little bit i'm sorry but <laughs> but um i don't know yeah and you know what i think that's perfectly normal because like i know me um part of me has crippling self-loathing and then there's a part of me with this false sense of grandiose who believes i am a walking god among humans and it's like why isn't my partner getting me gifts every day but i think especially <laughs> I think there are different love languages and I feel like sometimes especially in media portrayal and how people talk about relationships they get neglected like for some people some people's love language of expression is gift giving like you know and for some people they don't like to receive gifts for them it's more of like quality time like just sit with me or hey I saw this at the store and I thought of you and it's like a stupid like pencil like oh my god i'm literally about to cry like that's the sweetest thing ever or um 
hey, do you want to go hiking with me on Tuesday? And I think, you know, in a relationship, I feel like it's important to like explore that. Cause I mean, some people are like, what? It's your girlfriend's, it's your girlfriend's, um, it's Valentine's Day and you only like, what? You're being your girlfriend hiking and you're not buying her red bottoms. And it's like, well, I know personally, my girlfriend really wouldn't even appreciate if I came to her door with like 5,000 gifts. Like she would actually more so appreciate like the hike. Like everyone has a different love language. And just cause you know, I don't know like if if your partner is the type to like like to receive gifts on valentine's day that's perfectly fine too but so was also not really caring about it like both are fine and i feel like that's where it's like you know what i'm saying like you know because everybody is different per but also like think about the meaning behind that where someone comes up to you and says well i thought of you or like this pencil as Tanisha put it like made me think of you or reminded me of you so here it is even if it's like just a pencil i there's like there was thought behind that there was it wasn't just like that pressure that people feel oh it's valentine's day i have to get them this and this and this or else they're going to hate me and think i don't love them because it's like well then why but also on like the the giving end like why would people assume that if if you have if you don't give them anything like you don't love them that's kind of more like of a of a deeper issue that then you have to discover with your partner because there, there's something wrong if you like again place so much value on physical monetary like tangible items rather than i guess the connection you have with the person and it's like not to say that you can't have like a certain standard or hold your partner to a certain standard of how you want them to treat you yeah but if that standard is just because someone else has that standard or because it's the standard then I feel like that's where the problem is we're not gonna sit here and say oh like girls who want you know a BMW and and like the roses covering like the pedaling like the car like you're you're forcing it or you just or you know you you're really like just um like superficial in your relationship you only care about the material things we're just saying that let people do what they want to do in their relationships in terms of how they want it to move or how they want to be treated or you know respected or shown gratitude and i just feel like it's just so important and that's where like communication really comes in because it's super important for you and your partner to have that communication so when Valentine's Day rolls around, he doesn't get you 50 gifts that you're not even, you don't care about or you're not even gonna want, but he does something like take you on a hike because that's your favorite thing to do. Or, and even like with relationships, I just feel like before I even get a relationship with somebody, I kind of have to know what they stand for. I have to know like how they treat other people because I feel like another thing with standards, it shouldn't just be like, obviously the materials, like the standard of how they're living, but just like who they are as a person, the, you know, physical side of it, not even the physical side of it, but just a while back, Denisha made a really good point, which Denisha and Kim, you guys both kind of touched on it. And it was more so, you know, are you embarrassed to go out with that person or not? And I just feel like a lot of people don't get in relationships. It's not like generalized, but just like a lot of people don't get in relationships because they feel like it's not like an Instagram worthy relationship or it's not 
like a relationship that they think their friends are gonna be like, oh my God, like, wow, you're with that person. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cause there are a couple people I know that are in relationships who I would never picture together. And I just feel like <clears throat> we as people, as a society have to get out of this mindset of so-and-so person should be together or so-and-so person should be together. You know what I mean? And we should just start being more open to who we choose to spend our lives with, basically. I agree. And I think like, I think like a lot of people when they say, well, they wouldn't look good together. Why? Because he's like, he's not your conventional, like, or either of them don't have like, your conventional like supermodel like instagram worthy face like that's that's so that's such a weird thing to base it on but i'm like even i've done it where i'm like well uh, like they're they're like iffy like i don't think that they'll go together or don't work out but also like what what do i know like i don't know anything about their dynamic i don't know if they've been friends for a while or not or if they have like that connection um but um <laughs> it, it's just like a lot that that goes behind a relationship that we don't we don't have the right to make an assumption about just because of like their physical appearance and you know like everyone's love language is so different and you don't know maybe this someone like some someone else because they they're always I don't know they're always giving them the quality time or there's acts of service or receiving gifts or physical touch or words of affirmation like there's so many different love languages and so many different characteristics that go into a relationship where it's like well why am I going to make the assumption that they just won't work out because I don't find them aesthetically pleasing like that's it's just not my place yeah definitely and i really like the point Celine brought up where it's like i just feel like in a relationship like because i know people like this is just a little shout out to mary like mary i've noticed this type of person where like her love language of expression is definitely like gift giving like she's very much the type of person to be like i saw this and i thought of you so i bought it for you and i think it's like oh my god like I think that's the cutest thing ever and I know for some people like naturally they're like oh it's Valentine's Day I have to get my partner something I want to get my partner something and I feel like if you're going to do something in a relationship it should really be just you and your like uh, like obviously if it's healthy and you guys are both like consenting individuals and there's no type of weirdness going on yeah like it's like oh my gosh like i want to get my partner like five thousand roses if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but i think it's you know like don't do it because it's like oh it's valentine's day i have to get my partner something i mean you don't have to get your partner something like if your partner wouldn't really appreciate it yeah and i think if that's what you want to do in your relationship because that's what you want to do then do it but i definitely like don't do it because you feel like you need to like oh we're, we're not gonna people are probably gonna think who cares what people think that's what y'all are doing if that's what works for y'all that's what works for y'all if your girlfriend or your boyfriend doesn't really care for all that other stuff then that's fine but then also i feel like it could go into i don't know see it's a multi it's like a really like layered issue because it's like 
I don't know, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, like, if that's what you want to do for your partner, because that's what works for y'all, then do it. Don't do it because you feel like this is what a partner should be doing. Yeah. And on top, I want to say, like, to the people listening, and just, you know, to us three women on this call, I just like, on this podcast, I just like to say that, you know, please, 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 please stop idolizing these these relationships you see on instagram you see on twitter you see on whatever because in the youtube relationships because please because that's literally that's why the youtube community like the couple's channels fell because we, what we all realized was it was fake and people and like they were usually just using each other for views when they were cheating behind the scenes please and i know we're kind of in this culture of instagram where we see like women getting cheated on multiple times by the same man and then taking that man back and it's kind of become normalized, like cheating has become normalized in relationships. You know what I mean? And I'm just saying like, please, please, please do not follow that example. Hold yourself to a standard and have that standard that you have for yourself. And then also, Nesito Ana is rich because like these relationships, they're just for the camera. You know what I mean? These people do maybe do it for money or maybe do it out of love. Who knows? But they're not your relationship. And that's not the standard you should be holding relationship because if you hold it to that standard, you're going to be very disappointed when your relationship or the person you're with doesn't meet it. You know what I mean? You're going to be looking at, you know, all these Instagram models like, why isn't my man doing this and that? And why are we going on extravagant vacations and this, that, and the third? And then you finally like, and then you finally get in a relationship and you're kind of like, this is not what it is. And I've kind of made this fantasy and now because i'm not living it i'm disappointed and i don't feel good about relationships and now you kind of give relationships a bad name for yourself and it's just like what i'm saying is please 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 do not idolize the people you see on instagram the celebrities you see because i promise you they have problems that they're not showing in their relationship please thank you that was my word yeah um this is not even me trying to be like, I'm built different. I'm not like the other shirties. But that era, like, I know everyone. I know everyone knows. What I, you just had to be there. Like, I know everyone knows what I'm talking about. Like, the whole, I didn't watch any of them. But I don't know. Like, the like all the YouTube couples. And it's like, they were only popular because there was just a bunch of people living vicariously through them. And it's like, you guys, like. Or just because, and then I feel like that brings up the biggest issue of like relationship. Because then when stuff comes out about like, oh my God, he was cheating on her. Everyone's like, no, they were the perfect couple. How do you know that? How do you know that they were the perfect couple? Because they showed you edited videos bi-weekly of what they wanted you to see. Babes, like, no, that's not how any of this works. And then I feel like it creates like this unreal kind of like yeah this like construed i'm not gonna say unrealistic but kind of like this twisted image of what people expect relationships to be like and it's like oh my god where's my bentley do you even love me where's my car and it's like hello my stomach is crumping um it's like where what we're like 18 oldest like babe let's relax or just like oh my gosh like my boyfriend doesn't even do what this person does for their like th- what this other person boyfriend does and it's like okay you and your boyfriend and that person are like different people like you can't compare 
your relationship to others. Like, oh my gosh, he doesn't even give me gifts. Maybe he's just not built like that. Like, obviously not in like, because you already know, I'm all about advocating for being treated well, especially by men, per period. Don't let men be out here being lazy with you guys. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. But um, I'm just, I just keep bringing up gift giving because I know that's like a very common thing. But for me personally, like I'm not even like a gift, especially in forms of expression. Like I'm not like a gift giving person. I'm very much like we spent the whole day running errands together. That's kind of like my lifelong partner. We're getting married next Tuesday. So it's just like, I mean, everybody's different. Like what if your boyfriend or your partner inclusive isn't that type of person like doesn't want to express themselves like that or doesn't or doesn't know and then I feel like you need to have a talk of like how everyone's always saying you need to show someone how to love you because you could be in a relationship with someone whose like love language is kind of completely opposite from yours and now you guys both think that you don't really like each other but it's like it's like you just need to show each other um how to love one another <laughs> oh Tanisha um but no yeah I completely agree and I think also like on that topic um it's with with youtubers specifically on that topic um I think that I think with youtubers specifically it's um it's a little bit different than like idealizing like celebrities just because youtubers are in like this weird like limbo space where they're not fully considered celebrities but they're not actually considered like regular people like us in quotations i put but they're just like held to like this certain standard where they have like the power to influence but at the same time, it's kind of like limited because again, they're not fully considered or reap the benefits of being like a full on like blown like A-list celebrity. And so, but they still have like the ability to like influence younger people like us where they just show, like I remember, I remember because I was like, I was like that where I was like seeing these like couples when I was like in middle school and I, and I thought, you know, that's the standard, you know, my man has to get me this, this, and this. And it's like, now I'm 18 and it's, and, and I'm thinking differently. And, and I realize, you know, like why, because it, it looks good. And it's like, what do I know as a little kid that it's being edited, that that's not actually what, what they're going through, that that's actually not at all an accurate representation of their real life because it's just really like a show for the cameras and and that's it's like you hear so many like even the family like vlog channels where they just kind of go into like this idealistic life of what a family should be like but not everyone not every family is living out in beverly hills you know like giving their kids every toy that they touch in the toy store and that gives like I a lot of little kids like in fifth grade are watching these family vloggers and assuming that their parents don't love them because they don't have everything that is in those videos and that's really sad because these people aren't putting like aren't saying well you guys don't know what happens behind the scenes or they're not making an explicit effort to show this is what 
a really good day is for us or we've done all of this because of these videos like there's no explanation there that connects to the kids and says well don't actually believe what you see on tv it's like the way that everything is set up for these youtubers is this is real life for us you wish you were us but you're not you're poor and you're at home watching this because we're better than you and it's and that's like gross but it's it's also like a problem that's actually affecting kids where it'd be an interesting case study to see how many kids watched initially and thought that that was like really their life every day other than the fact that i think that you know youtube like family they pimp their kids for views and money and <laughs> yeah absolutely. other than the fact that i think that i think that also i remember watching this this youtube couple like they're, they have, they're still big they still make videos but, like i remember like when they had like no followers they were broke they lived in like a small they lived in a small apartment and this that and the third and then they got money and they kind of totally built their following and whatever and da, 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 da. And it's just clear to see like where the content starts. You know, when you have no followers and just making videos to make videos and you really love it to where um, it's kind of, it's more scripted and now you have a lot of things and you kind of have to keep up this facade. And you kind of like, you, I feel like with YouTubers, you can kind of see that. We're kind of going off topic, but you can kind of see that. You can kind of see that like, when they get more money, they feel like making videos is a chore. And so now they're trying to just portray this image of themselves that yes, they made it to where they are and they kind of feel like they don't really owe you anything, but they just kind of build this illusion so they can keep you in. And then that illusion, even if they don't believe in it, they're not living it, it goes on and it affects people. Take for example, you know, Dear and Ken, what happened to Dear and Ken? Mm-hmm. Multiple cheating scandals, other cheating scandals. And- I know it's just coming. What? I knew you were going to say this and I knew it was coming. <laughs> okay. Like multiple cheating scandals after multiple cheating scandals and where did you dare and Ken? Dare took him back. We all caught him in 4K cheating with some girl. You know what I mean? Please. And it's like if young girls or young boys, if young girls look at Dear and Ken, it's kind of like, it's okay for my man to cheat on me because he loves me. Or a young man could look at Ken and be like, I can cheat on my girl, but if I give her this or, you know, I manipulate her enough, then she'll come back to me. And this is where kind of toxic relationships start to form. And this is where the image you put out on the internet is very important because you have impressionable 13, 14, 15 years old watching your content. And now they think it's okay that, they, now they think that cheating is a part of a relationship. Like you only get stronger relationship if you cheat and that you should never ever be telling somebody that in order for your relationship to be strong, you have to cheat or you have to go through scandal after scandal. Because at that point, I feel like all the trust in relationship is broken. And how can you come back from a cheat- cheating scandals after a cheating scandal with somebody. And it's not even so much about your life. You know what I mean? You really, you really, I know all our influencers are like, oh, I why, why do I have this responsibility? But it's just like, you do have this responsibility. And there's a thing that says responsibility, like it's put on you, like it's placed on you. Sometimes you're not born with it, but it's placed on you. And now you have this platform and you have this audience with this platform and this audience, you have to be mindful of what you put out and making sure you're sending the right message. And if you don't believe that, then get off the internet, point blank, period. Um, yeah, I agree with some of those points, but then I also don't agree with some of those points. So, like, I definitely agree with, like, at the end of the day, social media 
media like obviously younger kids aren't gonna know at that point because you're still at that age where you think everything you see has to be the truth because why else would people put it on the screen but you obviously like you know you should take everything you see on social media with a grain of salt and at the end of the day it is these youtubers jobs to sell you the vision i mean it's like youtubers are pretty much more down level reality tv stars and we all know reality tv is not the closest thing from like real um but it's also like i feel like that's a complicated issue we kind of are like delving off a topic because there's like stuff i want to talk about after this but it's like at the end of it's that's why i feel like like youtube relationships is so weird because it's like you want to show everyone your relationship but at the same time do you think dear and ken were going to show us like me forgiving Ken, unseen footage. Like, we don't know what happened. Like, we don't know why she took him back. We don't know what conversation that they had. We don't know if he's, like, manipulated. I mean, personally, me, like, I don't think cheating's okay. And I know for a fact Diera doesn't. But you don't really know anybody's relationship and why they would want to take somebody back. Like, I think... I just personally me I feel like I could never but I've never been in that situation so I can't really talk like I've never been in that type of situation before but um I feel like that's why it's weird to be like a YouTube like a relationship YouTuber because it's like if something happens obviously that's not our business but you kind of made your relationship your business like you made that your brand so obviously everyone's gonna want to be in your business but I mean, at the end of the day, you don't know. We still don't know the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because from day one, they were showing us like the idealized version of it. So we're never going to know everything behind the scenes. But yeah, easy relationships is uh, it's weird. But I kind of want to switch over. I don't know. I want to switch over to like intimacy, but like not. Oh, I, oh no, I just wanted to bring up intimacy, but I was like, I don't know how to do it without seeming just like, let's talk about sex. But honestly, guys, let's. But it's fine. This is our podcast. Let's talk about sex. We're like, going to be on. real. We're going to talk about it. We're 18. We're not, we're not children. Kim scratches her forehead. Like, uh. <laughs> no, um, technically, technically, I'm not 18 till, till next month. <laughs> but I'm basically there, so it counts. She's basically you're, there. you're saving East Boston. Relax. You got this. <laughs> yeah, she's saving East Boston. Fighting harder than Marty. Per. But that's another that's another topic for another podcast. <laughs> Do you guys think that intimacy in a relationship, like it should it be the most important thing, or is it just an important factor of relationship? Because can you really be in a relationship with somebody like you don't feel intimately connected with? Or should it, it should it be a focal part point in your relationship? What do you guys think? It truly depends on like what you're feeling in that moment. Because I mean, there are people who are asexual and just like don't feel like that sexual attraction to someone, but can be in a relationship with people. So it definitely can happen where there just isn't that focus on intimacy and honestly like again like we've never been in a relationship i've never been in one and i don't know i don't i don't think that i'd base it solely off that but then it again like brings up the point of like denisha talking earlier about like wanting sexual gratification and like that implication on a relationship what does that look like um 
if you're just solely seeing sexual gratification then are you seeing like that romantic side of like sharing my feelings with this person or sharing whatever with this person like I think it truly just comes down to the moment when you're in a relationship and you have to make that decision because I because I'm telling you right now like I don't I don't think it matters to me I don't think it's the it would be the focal point of my relationship but then again like I don't know what the other person feels I don't know what I feel in the moment so I guess that's my view on it (laughs) yeah for me personally I know for like for me that's a big part like um because that's one of the main reasons why I'm even like do I want relationship ah, ha, ha, ha. cause um yeah for me like I know for, I, like I'm a sexual person like not even always thinking about sex but like I know for me that's the type of person I am and that's how I like to express myself it's just chemistry in all aspects cause I value that but doesn't also that go back to like the fact that I mean, do you, like, have to be in a relationship to do that? Like, you're, exactly. like, you're associating, like, exactly. intimacy with having to be in, in a relationship, and it shouldn't be like that, because if all you're seeking is sexual gratification, you can find that from anyone, exactly. but you're, like, associating it, and it's something that's been set up like that, because, you know, like, you're, like, expected to be abstinent until marriage, but it's, like, why? I think, like, you can get in, I feel like, I feel like there's like this kind of like stigma on friends with benefits and it's kind of like oh and the way it's portrayed in movies or on screen it's kind of like if your friends benefit somebody you're gonna catch feelings like, you didn't catch feelings like but i don't think that i think you can genuinely have a sexual relationship with somebody where it's just purely sex and just like just literally purely sex and like there's no like i want to get a relationship with you because i feel like a lot of people like kim said a lot of people tie sex to a relationship and then it goes to like the you know the should women be able to do this and that and this and that and i just feel like sex you can have it for fun and not be committed to somebody but i think that a lot of people want you to be committed to somebody so it feels like you have what you're doing with somebody is so intimate that it shouldn't be shared with multiple people but it's fine to have sex outside of a relationship but it's so closely tied to relationships yeah and i feel like everybody's different because i know for me personally i'm not built in the way that i could just have sex with someone and they're like okay bye and i never see them again i would like that would personally hurt my feelings like that would personally like hurt my feelings a lot but um yeah like everybody's different like i feel like there's this pressure to be like well if you're with some like if you're with someone like that intimately like intimately if you're with someone like that then like why aren't you guys just dating but for me personally like I don't even see myself typically in like a standard monogamous relationship let alone you know what I'm saying like I could actually see myself with like two partners like and it's like I don't know like I really do just kind of want to have like homies that I happen to be with and if that's more than one homie and it's just three homies then I could see that like legitimately I don't know like I guess this is another tidbit of like jealousy like jealousy and partner stuff but for me personally 
I've never really like struggled with that. And I realized that I, I'm the kind of person where like, I like when people in my life get along with each other to like the most degree, like to the umpteenth degree. Like, oh my gosh, Tanisha, like, I think your boyfriend is really cute. Like that personally for me would not really like throw me. I know for other people that's a lot and that's completely normal. Like if that's your boundary, that's your boundary. But for me personally, I'd be like, oh my God, thanks. Ah, right? Right? Ah. But that's just me. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. And then it's down to like respect because I know some people like who like on the first date, like they have no problem, you know, having sex after. But then there's some people who are like, I want to wait and fill it out and blah, 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 blah. And I just feel like, honestly, it's go ahead and wait, go ahead and do it early. It's fine. And if your partner or whoever you're seeing or talking to or whatever, even though I don't believe in the talking stage, cause what is that? But <laughs> anyways, even like whatever, if they're not okay with you like waiting, then I just think that please, please, please don't give into, you know, this kind of pressure where it's like, I have to do it or they're going to leave me because you're going to do it and you're going to literally feel like shit or you're going to feel guilty afterwards. Like, please don't compromise your, you know, your how you feel or your beliefs when it comes to sex just to please somebody else. Because at the end of the day, they're not going to feel how you feel after you do it because it's you, you know what I mean? And it's gonna feel I don't know I've never had I've never had that feeling but it's just gonna feel like it, it's gonna feel better if you if you if you decided to wait if you decided to wait and fail the relationship more than just jumping straight into it if you're not comfortable you know don't compromise how you feel personally and your comfortableness just to satisfy somebody else no yeah and it truly comes down to what you're comfortable with and like Celine said, that mutual respect where if you're comfortable, I'm happy for you. Good for you. But if I'm not comfortable with it, then I don't want you to convince me that I should be comfortable, you know? Like, I don't, that's, first of all, that's not okay at all. But um, also, like, it just, it's not something for you to decide for me because just because you wear the same age or this and that it doesn't give you the right to try to convince me that I should be comfortable with something when I have stated that I'm not or if I seem unsure then that also isn't like an invitation it's 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 basically consent you know it really just comes down to whether I am comfortable and whether I said yes explicitly or whether I said no or just seemed unsure because that isn't an invitation for you to actually convince me again that that I should be comfortable with it it's not your place to decide it's mine and 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 that's just how like I see it and also like there's like Celine said that stigma friends with benefits but it's like but it is it really comes down to like why are people so nosy like why do you have, why do you have to get into my business why why do my interactions with a different human being affect you so much morally and it just that applies to so much you know like politics and everything but also like it's my life you know it's just it's let me live it you know it's mine i only got one can i get a purr Can I get a purr? Purr. 
thank you. Consent <laughs> is important. Because at the end of the day, not everybody's the same. And you definitely want to respect your partner's wishes. And if they're not as, you know what I'm saying, as you are, then that's just your partner's boundaries. I feel like boundaries are also really important. Yeah. And then I feel like there, we could also have a discussion about like boundaries is like when you're in a relationship and it's like, you know, you're not always going to want to maybe fornicate with your partner and that's okay. That doesn't mean you love them any less than couples that do it a lot. It's just the way you are. Like it's, it's really whatever. Like everybody's different. I feel like at the end of the day, it's just about respecting like everybody's different like dynamics and just boundaries yeah yeah that's that's all i have to say celine (laughs) denisha i think you're spot on with um boundaries because you can get around i feel like especially when it comes to sex because yes trigger warning i'm just gonna put a trigger warning before i say this but even if you're like relationship does not mean like your partner you know can't sexually abuse you because they don't own you even if you even if you're in a relationship and you have that label or girlfriend or like you're married if you're having sex with your partner and you don't want to do it because you're not comfortable with it or they want to push you to do something that you're not comfortable with and you say no and then they continue to pressure you trigger warning that's like sexual harassment and that's sexual abuse and that's when like boundaries really come into play because a relationship does not absolve somebody from the responsibility of listening to the meaning of no or knowing the meaning of no I know like you've been in an intimate relationship with somebody and you've done it before but maybe that time you don't feel comfortable I think it's perfectly fine to say no or I don't feel comfortable doing this. And if they don't respect that, as Kim Denisha said, please, 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 please get out of there or, you know, have a go to therapy or, you know, talk it out. Communication between your girls. But anyways, I think also, I'm going to finish by saying this, but I feel like sex, if it is the focal part of a relationship, make sure you do have boundaries and you do let them know what you are comfortable and are not comfortable with. And if it's not the focal point of relationship, please do not feel embarrassed or ashamed, you know, that you're not living this glamorized version of how TV or, you know, media portrays what sex should be like in a relationship. It's generally just up to you and your partner how you want to go about it. Nothing wrong with you, nothing weird about it. Just set boundaries, um, respect each other, respect yourself, do what you want to do, what you're comfortable with, and honestly, just have a good time ending notes um for me personally hey you guys thanks so much for listening to the podcast this far this end or even if you skipped around and you're hearing me now i love you thank you for listening to our relationship podcast that i'm glad touched on different types of relationships and not just romantic remember your friends are homies too yeah i guess ending points i'm really also like janisha said very happy that we touched on different aspects of both romantic and platonic relationships and and 
I guess the dynamics that come and we didn't even touch on everything that you can touch on on relationships so the fact that we spoke so long about so many different qualities and and attributes to a relationship um is is very awesome to see because you know we're young people we're just going to we're just starting to go out in the world you know figuratively because there's a panoramic outside <laughs> but um it yeah it, it's really cool to be able to share the space with you guys to talk about these issues and and i guess that reminder that celine left us with is really like the whole message that you shouldn't you you should just do what you're comfortable with and and you shouldn't feel ashamed for expressing what you're not comfortable with for setting your boundaries and and for being yourself and being different you shouldn't apologize for for being yourself and for holding the beliefs that you do unless um they're actually harming someone else but i don't think that with express uh, with expressing yourself and and your wants and desires you're not harming anyone and and you're setting yourself up to be a, a good person that can communicate um your your wants and desires um so shout out to ebony you flaked on us you got to go put some groceries away anyways we'll see you guys in the next episode as always go on our instagram follow us email us if you have any questions and we'll see you next time or if you have any ideas definitely don't be shy or if you want to get on the podcast with us and just chop it up don't chop it Ah, don't be shy okay bye bye